1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of To Be Discussed with Cuts and Gurr. My name is Callum Gurr, and I'll be joined by my co host and political
0: cooperative, George Cut. Hello, everyone. This evening, Callum and I will prove to you that you can have impassioned debates whilst holding vastly different opinions without falling out at the end of the night. So, this evening, we will be discussing is it wrong to be young and be a conservative? What topic should To Be Discuss focus on in the future? And lastly, who would make the best Prime Minister out of myself or Callum? With each of these discussions being accompanied by polls, which you have the chance to vote on at wizardradio.co.uk forward slash listen. And these discussions will be open until the end of the sunbreak between each topic. But first,
1: last week we asked for you guys to send in your answers to the question, what is your favourite discussion? from to be discussed and we've had some really really touching messages i must (laughs) say Uh, the first is from josh josh says i think my favorite discussions on to be discussed are when an election or something is coming up and you do a poll to predict the result i think you did that on teenscope quite a bit as well my favorite is probably the vote you did on the general election in december last year and i think labor got something like 10 percent more than the conservatives on your poll And the Lib Dems came a close third behind the Conservatives. And obviously that was very wrong. But I do love all of your shows and I try to listen every single week. Yeah, George, I mean, uh, we don't really get that accurate normally on our our general (laughs) election
0: uh, prediction polls, do we? No, not really. And and quite often, um, Callum and I are are quite wrong in predicting those general election polls quite often sometimes. And But I think it's actually quite important of us running those polls because um, we actually get, I think we are very lucky on this show that we have quite a um, unique kind of demographic where, demographic where we have um, young voters and, and I think because of that, that's where we kind of get the difference in our polling on the show compared to an actual general election uh, result. But I, I think that it shows how much influence there is possibly um from labor voters in that younger generation and if we really kind of narrowed it down to just the younger generations voting then we would see a very different outcome in the general elections um that we we've seen or the 20, 2019 general election but i i think even though they might seem to be wrong or, or misjudged um from the actual general election results i think it's still so important that we do um have those kind of debates and also those discussions um and to see the results of, of the polls because it gives a real kind of idea of what the potential um is of those younger voters but don't don't you think Callum yeah definitely i mean i think as you say with with
1: our polls because of the fact that obviously the, the majority of listeners are from a from a younger generation than what um a lot of what other polls would do that that's why they're always wildly, wildly different to what a general election actually is. Um, and so it's kind of good because they're, they're quite, I, I like to think they're actually probably fairly representative of um, more of the younger generation and, and what and what sometimes their line of thinking is. Um, and I always find it very, very interesting, the fact that we do have so many people who vote Labour or are inclined to vote Labour who are listeners, because obviously, Neither me or George have ever been in the Labour Party uh, and we've always been fairly critical, I think, between us of the, the Labour Party, particularly obviously under Corbyn. So I think that that's interesting and I hope it shows that we kind of get the balance right between being critical, but also being kind of
0: rational about things. I think also just quickly on that as well we often, when we predict things on, on other kind of subjects that are political based, we will often say that it's more kind of the left wing vote's going to come out, but then sometimes you guys confuse us because yeah. sometimes you actually vote for the more kind of the right winged argument as it were Um, and, and that's where we sometimes think, oh that is very strange, so d- don't you agree with that Callum? Yeah, I mean, well as,
1: as you say George, us trying to predict the polls is... is- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just silly really we, we, should, we shouldn't do it, we shouldn't have it as part of it because we, we, we so rarely get them right
0: well I mean I, I like to say that I often get them right but you try you your best George, you try uh, your best <laughs> uh, my next uh, opinion is from Kai and they say, I don't have a specific discussion that is my favorite, but I really like it when you invite us to send you guys questions to answer and we get to hear your opinions on them. Also, you have done a few EU debates like on what the future of the EU will be if we think it will fail and stuff like that, which I really like hearing because you both have such different stances on the EU. I guess that's kind of your thing. Well, I mean, the EU was kind of our disagreement on the EU was the kind of the thing that started our debating off, wasn't it really? Callum yeah yeah and I mean the the debates have got far more civil I think over (laughs)
1: the years to be honest Um, uh, but I I am really pleased to see as well that that people like the you know sending in questions and us answering them I mean they quite often challenge us quite a bit well I mean wouldn't you agree George like sometimes they're on topics which we might not necessarily have ended up discussing to be honest so it's good because it it means we know what people want to hear a bit more about, but it kind of pushes us a little bit and puts us out of our comfort zone.
0: Oh, absolutely. And and I, I, um, I really do enjoy that challenge and you, you make us definitely work when we have some of the questions in you. I do have to, to go away and do some research on, on what those questions are and, and China actually make sure that I I give you a kind of a satisfying answer from my point of view. Um, And I, and I think that the biggest thing around the EU is that, you know, Callum and I, as I said earlier, we, that was our biggest thing that we disagreed on. Um, And as time yeah. has gone on, we have really been able to, Make our discussions and debates a lot more civil, and I think that's probably the key thing. From when we change from to uh, from teen scope to to be discussed, that key word there is discussed, and it's because. Callum and I kind of really, I suppose you could argue, matured into realising that you don't have to always debate things you disagree on. You can equally discuss them um, and still have a more in-depth and educational kind of um, discussion that can come out of that. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with that, George. Moving
1: on to the next opinion from Anna. Anna says, I think a couple of months ago you did a discussion on if you believe in heaven or not, and I really liked that. Topic four is the most important one, George. You're right. (laughs) Uh, The heaven one really struck with me because you both had such interesting opinions on what happened in the afterlife. And it was the first time I think I ever questioned what happens when you die. I've grown up in a religious family. So to me, heaven and hell were things I was brought up learning about. And it's just super obvious to me. But after that discussion, I looked into it more and started thinking more about it. I don't know if I do now believe in heaven and hell, I think I prefer the Jewish way of looking at it which is that there are levels rather than just one heaven and one hell. I mean that's really interesting isn't it George I mean obviously someone who who's grown up with a certain set, set, set of beliefs but to to for our discussions and what was I think if I remember quite rightly it was it was a fairly light-hearted discussion but to to kind of challenge the way that Anna's thinking I think that is really nice to hear.
0: Yeah, it really is, and and I, I thank you so much, Anna, for uh, for listening to uh, to uh, my little joke about the topic for being the most important <laughs> discussion. Um, I, I I think that it's if I'm really honest, the, these um, opinions that have come in have really been very touching in terms of when you sit here and and present and you stare at scare, stare at a screen. Um, and obviously you don't see your audience that are listening to you um, mm. and sometimes it can you can sometimes think that maybe there re- there aren't anyone listening out there but to, to hear that how we Callum and I have been able to mould and to to help discussions and and start people actually thinking about the topics that we are discussing is, is so so encouraging and it's you know it's one of the main reasons why we wanted to do the show is to challenge the way people kind of think and as Anna has said it's something that she's kind of grown up with but it actually allowed her to challenge her um what she normally thought and and i think that is so so important not to be afraid to be challenged about um kind of your normal mindset i mean canham do do you kind of have that kind of same um opinion that, that i have on that
1: Yeah definitely definitely and I think it's really interesting because as you say I mean you always say topic four is the most important one very tongue-in-cheek George if you don't mind me saying but it is interesting because obviously that's always tends to more be really really abstract concepts like you know obviously we've done we've done ghosts fairly recently as well and things like that but but I suppose in many ways that is like really like mind-shattering kind of stuff so although we treat it quite sometimes quite comedically really, Um, it, it, it is
0: very important, it can be very important yeah let's have one last opinion and it comes from emily and she says i remember your first ever episode when you asked about soulmates i think you're both radio soulmates for each other i can't <laughs> imagine a better double act that was the first time i ever listened to you guys because i never listened to teescope but when i saw your new show advertised i made sure i tuned in and i've been listening nearly every week since well callum you are my radio soulmate apparently
1: yeah i was i think um James is going to have to update some of the publication material, I think. We've got to get that quote somewhere, haven't we? I mean, that's brilliant. <laughs> and, and honestly, uh, it's in all seriousness, I, I mean, thank you so much, Emily, for really kind words and from from everyone else who messaged in. I mean, we really, really appreciate it and, and for everyone kind of tuning in every week
0: yeah yeah and i i think that um you're you're absolutely right Callum. we we definitely have to get that somewhere on uh, on the website that we are radio soulmates we are we're the radio version of anton deck the southern version of anton deck I suppose <laughs> you could say. um but as Callum said i'm just going to echo that it is so encouraging and so very touching to hear everyone's um opinions here it's it's something that even three years on, um, it's amazing to see that we've got such a supportive listener, uh, listeners out there and, and that we still are able to to make sure people engage in discussions and, and politics and start challenging the norm, I suppose.
1: Right. And I uh, remember we'll be announcing what the question will be for you to send in your opinions on at the end of tonight's show. So make sure you're ready for that, for the chance to be featured in this segment of next week's show. But we've reached time for the first song break, so we'll be back very soon.
0: Hello and welcome back to To Discuss. So let's move on to our second discussion of this evening. And we're asking is it wrong to be young? and be a Conservative. So there is no lie in saying that the majority of those that are under the age of 28 vote for the Labour Party and some of those will be signed up members. However, there are those under the age of 28 that do align themselves to Conservative values and are members of the Conservative Party. Being one of those people, I have often faced a lot of criticism for being young and being a Tory. The criticism has come from my family to teachers to random people on the street. So... Mm -hmm are these people right to have an issue with young people voting and being conservative? Callum, what do you think?
1: Oh, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with being young and conservative. Of course. I, I mean, I, I, I would hope it would be obvious, but I mean, George, I know that you, particularly particular on social media, I think you get quite a lot of quite viral abuse sometimes mm-hmm. um, about these kind of things. And I, I think, uh, Almost this topic is is a little bit of a of a throwback in many ways because when when we first started the show it was something we, that we saw a lot because the Brexit debate was in kind of full swing. Um, we 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 kind of saw the fact that there was this really really polarized debate going on, uh, and I think in many ways being young and being conservative is still living in, in those kind of conditions. Uh, I mean I guess the. The kind of flip side to it is, why would you want to be young and be a Conservative? And I'm sure George <laughs> will answer, you know, from his perspective why. But I, I mean, a lot of people would say, well, we're, we're living through a housing crisis, which means that young people are very unlikely to get on the property ladder. And the Conservatives have been in power for, for 10 years and they've not managed to sort this. Uh, obviously, a lot of young people wanted to remain members of the EU, and EU membership's been taken away at the hands of the Conservative Party. Uh, They're the party that brought in uh, the kind of massive university debt. I mean, obviously, there's a a system which means that debt maybe is not quite the right word for it, but in in many ways, it is a debt. Um, And I suppose there's also a really more abstract kind of ideological thing, which means that why I think it is it can sometimes seem like a contradiction to be young and be a conservative in that I think it's very natural when you're young to want to change things and believe that you can do things better than the generation that's come before you conservatism is the ideology if you want to call it an ideology which is about keeping things the same relatively uh, and so I suppose There is an inherent contradiction there, maybe. And and maybe in terms of from a more rational perspective, maybe that's why you could make the argument. And I'm not saying I support this, but you could make the argument that it's wrong to be young and a conservative on that basis. I mean, do you see any kind of
0: merit to that argument, George? Well, Callum, you've, you've given me rather a steep hill to try and climb up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all very, very uh, valid points, of course, as ever, that um, you have brought brought about there, Callum. And, and I think that um, you are so right in, in saying that absolutely, you... you there is an argument to say that being a conservative and being young is quite contradictive um, and that you if you're young and you want change and you, you believe in a lot of um, freedoms and a lot of, uh, I don't know, freedom within uh, giving things to in terms of helping people and, and areas like that, then absolutely, I suppose you could say that um, being conservative at, at a young kind of age is is not where it should be. Um, as Callum rightly said, I have gone through um, my life as a conservative uh, facing many, many different levels of abuse. Um, I mean, when I got elected to be um, a conservative councillor at uh, our um, in our, in our district, um, I received everything from death threats, um, to, um, all kinds of threats, people threatening to come around my house and so on and so forth. And it's not a very nice thing to experience. And I think that this is a great example of, of the show that Callum and I do here is that we try and encourage people to speak up for what they believe in. And to ensure that people can have a debate rather than making it personal. And that is why I believe that it is not wrong to be a conservative and to be young. If that's what you believe in, then stand up for what you believe in and make sure that you're not afraid to to shout about it and debate about it and discuss about what you believe in. Um, I think that, unfortunately, a lot of young people maybe do vote conservative, but they are too afraid to come out and say that. I mean, Mm. I... Even through university, I was uh, my lecturers were very much against conservatives and I had lots of debates with them um, regarding all different kinds of things. But I, I, I personally think that as time has moved on where we have kind of we are starting to move away from that division that we saw throughout the whole brexit scenario and and i think the coronavirus has has actually taught us to come together a little bit more as a country and i think and i hope that there isn't as much division going on and because of that i think that that opens up the the um opportunity for people to accept which way people want to vote and which way people want to stand for whether it's a conservative with a capital c as in you're part of the the actual party or you just believe in conservative values as a lower case c um i mean i personally am a conservative because i believe investment into the future i believe that it is wrong to make um our generation eventually pay for um those that are less fortunate and also i do believe that it is something that If the rich can pay for it, then we should also pay the rich should pay for those that are less fortunate than, than us. And I think the conservatives are one of the only parties that are able to create an economy that is successful, that is um, actually kind of uh, has a level of freedom within it to ensure that we can um, go out and, and now we're coming out of the EU have free trade with different countries. And I think the, the conservatives are the only country that can do that. Um, I think uh, being conservative is investing in your own future um and yes there have been controversial things like student debt and everything as as Callum said but at the same time student finance that was brought in has helped so many more disadvantaged students into university than has ever seen before because it took took away the the strain on parents that had to give that money to those students um so there, there are absolutely Um, many reasons why you could say the young shouldn't be conservatives, but ultimately um, if we like to shout about that we live in a free country and a country where we can stand on what uh, we believe in then I think that this question should prove that there is nothing wrong with being young or being a conservative
1: Mm, yeah I I, I like the way we're we're doing a a three-year anniversary special and we've still managed to get a conservative party manifesto in here (laughs) <laughs> well. uh, just wedged in wedged in um no I mean it's very interesting what you're saying particularly about your your lecturers being kind of anti-conservative at university and I wanted to kind of dig a bit deeper into that in terms of because obviously as we say that there is this attitude amongst a lot of young people which says that actually I mean you quite often see it on people's profiles like if if you're a conservative unfollow me me or something with even more aggressive language in it and I just I just wondered what do you think the root of that attitude is do you you think that is because of kind of peer pressure and university left-wing bias or is there another factor which means that there's this there's a there's a massive broad kind of anti-conservative sentiment I think amongst a lot of young people.
0: I I think there there is definitely it definitely doesn't help the the kind of left wing bias that we see in universities. And I think when you're that age, it's that the age where you you're obviously growing up the most and you, you, you absorb a lot of information. And if your lecturers are. Um, going on about kind of left-wing ideologies and, and why the left wing is, is better than the right wing and, and why the Conservatives are bad and how the Conservatives haven't helped universities and so on and so forth. I think that's where it really, really helps and it, it helps encourage people to be more in the left wing. I think the language around student debt and everything like that hasn't helped at all. Um, yeah. And I don't think it helped the, the Liberal Democrats either in that area as well. Um, and I think that if the the language um changed around that student debt then we would see a very different point of view towards the conservatives as well um i i think that unfortunately the the labor party is very very good at kind of recruiting people at university they are very good at pushing forward the good things that the labor party have done and and i think this is majorly happened in the last 10 years and when social media has really come to the forefront and obviously the labor party hasn't been in power in that 10 years so they have really been able to play the blame game on the conservative party and the liberal democrats and that has meant that just because the labor party has been attacking consistently especially under jeremy corbyn the the the, the conservative party it has built this kind of hatred of of that the conservative party only want to to harm this country they they kill people they they don't fund things and and because of this it creates a hatred towards those that vote conservative or have a conservative membership um and I think it is totally wrong and and you're so right Callan that there are those that have um don't follow me if you're conservative I mean even back in my dating games on on kind of tinder (sighs) Um, If I, you know, we were on my profile, it said that I was conservative. And as soon as they saw that, they would just unmatch me straight away because they didn't want to be associated with a conservative. Um, And I I, but I think that if and when a Labour government ever come in, um, I think we would see this kind of change slightly because obviously the Labour Party would not be able to blame so much on the conservatives because it obviously would be the Labour Party in power.
1: Yeah, I, I think that plays a massive part. But I also think another thing, just really quickly, is that uh, the majority of university students are middle class. And I think because of that, they kind of, in a weird way, maybe it's not the right word, but they almost fetish, fetishize the, the working class and, and they become almost vitriolic in defending the working class through the Labour Party, which has traditionally been seen as the party of Labour. Yeah. i.e. the party of the working class. And I think that that kind of psyche plays a big part in it as well. It's almost like a class
0: guilt thing, I, I think, I mean, sometimes. yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say, Colin. Do, do, do you really think that a lot of those that are at university, obviously because they are middle class, and a lot of them do have reasonably wealthy families do you think there is that guilt level that comes into it where they can see that they have been given opportunities purely because of wealth and opportunity through their family and those that aren't given those opportunities because they potentially are from working class backgrounds so do you think they are that it's kind of that like guilt that kind of champagne socialist as it were yeah, I think I think that does play a massive part
1: in that. And, and I think it's partly because, again, it's kind of a peer pressure thing in that I had a friend at university who he had a trust fund. And I remember he got absolutely terrorized for this, to be quite honest with you, um, for, for, you know, having some kind of wealth that his parents had as such. And I think that kind of um, making fun of people for having wealth also plays a part in that and plays into that kind of guilt they have.
0: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And how do you think this poll is going to go? Uh,
1: I think most people will say no, it's not wrong to be young and be a conservative. I'm going to
0: say 60%. What about you? Oh, I'm going to say. 60% will say it is wrong to be young and be a conservative. Okay. Um, but as always, there is only one way to find out, and that's for you all to vote on this poll. Is it wrong to be young and to be a conservative? And you can do that at wizardradio.co.uk forward slash listen. And we'll be back after this. Hello and welcome back. So before that break, we asked the question, is it wrong to be young and be a conservative? And you have all been voting away and the results have just come in. So 67% of you said, yes, it is wrong to be young and be a conservative. And 33% of you said, no, it's not. Well, Callum, that, if I'm honest, kind of actually makes me a little bit upset.
1: Yeah I, I'm actually a little bit disappointed in that not just because I got it wrong uh, although I am <laughs> crying about that but uh, but also <laughs> because you know I I, I mean I, I'm thinking that probably a lot of people have taken it more in terms of is it wrong to to vote conservative not as in like that it's like morally wrong but like whether or not rationally it's something that that you should do i, th- I think maybe that's how some people may well have taken this so it's not necessarily that they're saying hopefully it's not that our listeners are joining in with that really really vitriolic kind of anti-conservativism that we see i, I don't think that um that that would be the case yeah right then time to move on to our third discussion of this evening and we are asking what topic should to be discussed focus on in in the future uh so we've discussed various topics on this show and of course teenscope over the years from who would make the best uk prime minister to what is the best superhero movie of all time Uh, but we want to get a flavor of what kind of things our audience is most interested in so what should to be discussed, focus on in the future. Should it be UK politics covering issues to do with the major parties and government policies? Maybe it should be international politics looking further afield, like our recent segment, looking into forced labor in China. Perhaps you like it when we talk about popular culture, looking at the world of music, film and TV. Or maybe you'd prefer if we focus more on young people's issues, looking specifically at things affecting young people like university places, schools and arguably the housing crisis. Or maybe you prefer non-politics current affairs, which is current affairs issues which are strictly not political, uh, whether that be looking at, say, travel or, or some of the wider things to do with the sports industry or perhaps you prefer that famous topic of <laughs> other, uh, which is obviously some other topic or topic type you prefer us to do. We're really keen to know so we so we can continue to make a show that appeals to our fantastic listeners, who, of course, as we've said before, we wouldn't be here without. But George, though, what topics do you think you enjoy discussing the most? Is there any area you think that we could dig deeper into?
0: Well, I think that um as we we as we moved across kind of onto to be discussed we we really wanted to ensure that we could look at a bigger picture of not just being about politics and not just always having that debate Um, and i think that allowed us to to open up the the books of different kind of topics that were more discussion based and we could have a laugh with and we were able to bring in discussions about favorite movies favorite actors favorite songs um and and also as as has been commented on earlier, the the kind of more stranger topics about um, whether ghosts are real or or whether heaven actually exists and and things like that. And I think that um, we try our best to make sure there is that kind of level playing field of having a level uh, an equal balance of serious topics and also kind of fun topics in the show that we do to to ensure that you know we have something for for everyone so there is that kind of element of seriousness but also a bit of light-heartedness to to, to end the show on as well um but i i think for me one of the biggest things that I feel we don't do enough of is possibly international politics. Um, Forever, Callum and I behind the scenes when we go to write these scripts and come up with these discussions we will always say that we don't do enough or we don't have enough knowledge on um, especially American politics Um, you know American politics is something that I would absolutely argue influences a lot of things um, in the world and unfortunately I don't think that maybe we address that enough Um, I mean obviously there have been a lot of things going on in America over the coronavirus pandemic and a lot of a Opinions have drastically changed um, against Donald Trump, and we haven't so much um, focused upon it. And I think that maybe going forward, um, looking forward to our kind of fourth year, we should look at um, actually... including the politics of America and maybe even have discussions around that kind of culture of America and even further afield like um Australia New Zealand um South America because again there have been some very controversial things going on in Brazil um and and I think it would be incredibly interesting to engage with our more international audience as well to to try and bring on board those kind of listeners to to see what their opinions are and and I think it would make our show maybe that little just a little bit more different and engaging. What do you think, though, Callum?
1: Yeah, I mean, international politics is one that, yeah, it's probably something we don't do a hell of a lot on. I mean, I would say that, obviously, Ashley does this a lot in the segment that follows up us, and I think she covers really well um, international politics as well. So, I mean, that's always worth a listen, I'd say, as well. Um, for, for me, I mean, I, I love doing the popular culture things because... I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes, comes to these things, especially nowadays I've increasingly got into superhero movies and star Wars and, and all, all of that kind of stuff. So for me, I, I really, really enjoy doing that. But of course, I absolutely love doing the UK politics stuff as well, because that, that's really our bread and butter, isn't it, George, at the end yeah. of the day. Uh, and that that's something that obviously George works in politics. So that's very, very helpful. And I obviously <laughs> done a degree in politics. So, I think we, we' we've got that fairly well covered a lot of the time, although obviously there's always something that that comes up that, that really catches us off guard in, uh, mm-hmm. off guard in many ways. Um one question I did have for you, George is is there any discussion that we've had either on Teenscope or on to be discussed that you think? Almost now we should, we should redo it because obviously we've, we've got a different outlook on the world and a hell of a lot has happened in the world as well to, to change things. So is there any topic that we've done before that you think we should do something
0: maybe similar uh, in the future? I think that there is no harm in in kind of bringing back that the Brexit discussion, because I do miss Brexit. And I think it would be incredibly <laughs> interesting. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it would be incredibly interesting um, to see what that opinion now would be. Uh, now we're kind of in the developments of leaving the EU and that is kind of being finalised now. And, and I think it would be really interesting to see what that discussion would be. I mean, as it's clearly known, you know, I as time has gone on change has changed my opinion of how i believe we should exit the eu and and callum as well i think has kind of more changed towards you know let's just get this done and and move on as a country um so for me that would definitely definitely be something that um we should do again do you think maybe that callum or do you think there's something else we should be looking at (laughs)
1: Uh, no, i'm I'm always happy to have a discussion about Brexit, you know, I mean, it's it's not mind numbing at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I kid. I mean, I, I do obviously,, it, as one of our earlier opinions said it is is something that we're both massively passionate about. And I think it's the spark that really started our interest in getting onto Wizard Radio in the first place. Mm. Um I, I suppose for me the the topic which we done, it was on teen scope that we'd done it. I and mean, it was something about, is a society without war possible or something along yep. those lines? And we've never really returned back to that. Like, it's a very it like idealistic. A dream. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we've never, I, I, I'd really love to return to that because I've obviously got, I would say, a much more pragmatic approach to things now because I remember I answered that really, really idealistically. And I, I think <laughs> I would probably answer it very, very differently
0: um, I- nowadays. I think um, one thing as well that Callum and I have always tried to do on this show is that if... If you've if you're a regular listener, you you would probably see what we try and do is that if there is a massive kind of news topic going ahead, Callum and I will often try and swerve it so that our show isn't just dominated by what's going on um, right now. So that it kind of gives the listener kind of a bit of a, a fresh air breather um in, in coming in to listen to about discussions and what's going on in the world. And Callum, do you think that we were right? to do that or do you think maybe moving forward if something's really hitting the headlines we should absolutely focus on that and have a discussion regarding that Mm
1: I like to think we've got a kind of a good balance because we have done some things really breaking as they happen. I mean, obviously, we've done the mm-hmm. Queen Speech thing uh, yep. not, not that long ago. Um, and and so I, I think probably we've got a nice balance there. And I, th- I think one of the benefits is that we normally do get around to discussing that things ever, everyone's been talking about. We normally just wait a week because it just allows sometimes things to settle and you can get a clearer picture and i think from our perspective but also from everyone else's perspective it just means you can understand the issue a lot more whereas sometimes when things are first breaking it looks like a completely different story to what it actually ends up being absolutely yeah totally agree with you there and uh what do you think is going to come out on top here george i'm gonna say um i'm gonna say young people's issues okay i'm gonna say international politics Uh, But there's only one way to find out and that's for you guys to vote away on this question. What topic should to be discussed, focused on in the future? You can do that at wizardradio.co.uk forward slash listen. And those options are UK politics, international politics, popular culture, young people's issues, non-politics, current affairs or other. And we'll be back very soon. And welcome back. So, before the break, we asked what topic should to be discussed, focus on in the future, and you guys have been voting away. So, twenty nine percent of you said international politics, twenty seven percent of you said young people's issues, twenty three percent UK politics, eleven percent popular culture, nine percent non-politics current affairs, and then just one percent for other. I mean, George, I suppose I speak for us both when i say i mean we're, we'll obviously take that on board and obviously there, there is an appetite to to maybe see a little bit more international politics coverage from us so we'll we'll challenge ourselves and and delve a bit into that
0: no I, I, we're just going to focus on the other that got one <laughs> yeah sounds good <laughs> yeah um let's move on to our fourth discussion of the evening and as always the most important discussion that one was for you anna um so it is who would make the best prime minister out of george so me or callum so as it's our three-year anniversary i think it's only right to have a little fun so let's put a scenario in place where we are facing a general election callum and i are both standing as independent candidates with a chance to become prime minister who do you think would make the best, Callum? I think I know your answer, but who do you think?
1: I just realised we should have probably said out of cup or girl, as we're yeah, we know a cup yeah. or girl on this. But uh, <laughs> there we are. Um, well, I mean, obviously the choice before voters is clear: chaos <laughs> with with George Cup, or stability and long-term <laughs> economic progress with myself. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I mean, I say that. I mean, I, 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 I as I've, I've, I've said many times on the show, I don't think I'd actually really want to be Prime Minister. So, but I'm going to spin that and say, I think that's why I'd make a good leader. Because I'd be like Jon Snow, you know, where, you know, oh, I don't want no. it, but yeah, I just, I've got to have it anyway because I've got <laughs> to come and save the country that I love. Um, so, so I think that's the really strong and compelling Game of Thrones related reason why I should would make the best prime minister. What what do you think, George? I mean, obviously, I suppose you're going to agree with me.
0: Well, I think it's a clear choice. You will either have uh, Mr. Gurry number 10, where there will just be dither and confusion and no (laughs) precise decisions being made. Or myself, where you would get decisions being made all the time, not being afraid to stand up for the people that get left behind in politics and ensuring that everyone has investment into the future. So this country is bright and our children (laughs) can live on in success. Um, so on that, I do believe that I am I think I would make the best prime minister, not only because of my amazing dad dad jokes and not only because of my sense of humour where I could, you know, make everyone laugh. And I think that might get me a couple of votes. You never know. Um, but and also this is my little scenario here. So I'm going to put this out there. If I got voted in to be prime minister, I would ask Mr. Gurr to be my deputy. Oh, OK. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: ask you to be mine. Uh, I'd see keep that- you, keep you on the opposition benches. I think.
0: <laughs> see, see, see what, see that it's just evidence, everyone. I'm nice and I, I give handouts to those that are in need, like Callum, um, and Callum just stabs everyone in the back.
1: I, I would say though that George, I have evidently got a really good tolerance because I put up with you for many, <laughs> many years, not just on the show. And obviously, when when the voters are, are casting their ballot, they've got to think about. Who is going to if if we're going to have to push push the button uh, to to launch Trident or or anything, we we need someone who's going to do that who's not you know hot headed and obviously because of my tolerance for you George I mean I can withstand anything I
0: think I, I I would strongly disagree with that I mean with when it comes to Trident I wouldn't put it past you to get rid of it and just replace it with some <laughs> party poppers or something some um, what?
1: party poppers oh okay um. It does sound good. It does sound like a really good party, and I suppose I should have put that on my manifesto. Actually, you know, and them its party poppers. I mean, it'd be a great, like a, a big rave or something called more like a school disco, actually.
0: No, but still, you, you lose votes with the uh, environmentalists because all of that stuff that comes out of the party poppers—that's just going to go all over the country and see that there you go, be biodegradable, Calib- George. Callum care about again, the environment. doesn't care about the environment he wants to put party popper material all over the country it's going to be an absolute mess if callum gets in control so i urge you to vote for cup um or george i should say uh, but callum how how would you think this poll's going to go what percentage do you think it's going to be it would be hilarious if 52 48 <laughs> that
1: would be I, I i want i want the voters to try and do that now uh but no i think i think probably um, unfortunately George you're, you're probably going to win this one I mean obviously I mean I shouldn't be singing my opponent's praises but you've probably got a bit more political experience uh than what I've got I mean obviously my my failed council bid um, <laughs> is is not necessarily the uh the greatest education to
0: then become prime minister but um who knows how do you think it's going to go oh uh, Callum I I will be out of the kindness of my heart I will say that you're going to win this one because uh, <laughs> I think that people will just feel sorry for your monotone voice um oh, right. so there is only one way to find out uh, um who who will win this and to vote on this who would you who would make the best prime minister out of george so myself or callum and you can do that wizard forward slash listen and we'll be back after this And welcome back. So before that break, we asked who would make the best prime minister out of myself, George or Callum? So uh, the results are in. And 62% of you said me and 38% of you said Callum. Well, Callum, (laughs) (laughs) are you surprised by that? Well, no, I mean, I did predict you, didn't I? I yeah.
1: mean, what the thing is, I'm preparing for the real election rather than you know these polls. They mean nothing at the end of the day. I want wow. We're in the the wow. real election. See, that's why uh, so, you didn't win it, Callum, so, because so there you've we are.
0: just you've just abused our listeners. There, you just said that our <laughs> listeners' polls don't mean
1: anything. Well, I'm looking forward to serving as your deputy now, George. I mean, oh, what man. an honour it is for me to serve under someone as um <clears throat>
0: distinguished as yourself. Yeah, I, I'm going to replace you with Jeremy Corbyn. Um, <laughs> enjoy Any- that. <laughs> anyway, um, it has unfortunately come to that time this evening where Callum and I have to say bye bye I first just quickly want to say thank you so much to everyone for all the support you have given us for over the three years. Um, I can't believe that it's been three years already it's been unbelievable and thank you so much to James as well for giving us the opportunity three years ago when two budding people emailed him and asked for a a chance to present and here we are today it's been absolutely incredible thanks very much for listening to to be discussed with Cup and Go we do really hope you've enjoyed this episode
1: so as mentioned earlier for the first segment of next week's show we'd like you to send in your opinions on the question what the oh rather sorry uh Sorry, I haven't got the discussion here um right uh George do you wanna
0: yep I will tell you that it is um uh, so the question is if you were famous what would you want to be famous for um and you can send in those opinions to station at wizardradio.co.uk uh all through Twitter, that's at WizRadio. So remember, that question is: What's been your favourite discussion on To Be Discussed? Um, and I've been George Cup, uh, and I've been Callender, and that just shows after three years, you can yeah.
1: still uh, you can still make m- mistakes. But uh, thank you <laughs> very much for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week at the same time and the same place for another episode of To Be Discussed.